Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus. We give you glory and honor for just another day. We thank you for who you are in our life, and we thank you for the access that you have given us through Christ. Yes. God, there is no greater God. There is no other God but you. Yes. And we thank you that you are in control of all things. That's the peace that I have, knowing that you are truly in control. No matter what I see and hear, what we're experiencing in the world that we live in, yes, you are still in control. And many wouldn't understand that. And many would question it. How could God be this if this is taking place? Yes. But that don't mean anything, Father. You you are still in control. You're aware of everything and you know all things. And we thank you that we are part of your family and we appreciate you for your love and kindness that is better than life. So Father, anoint us and bless us tonight as we talk with your people concerning the things of the kingdom. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes, so today I was sitting, reflecting really, um, you know, on Tuesday nights, as our Tuesday morning, we do a prayer call with some people across the country, and it's always baffling to me how God, how God um, does things when he brings certain things up to your, to your remembrance. Have you ever wondered why sometimes... Um, when God, you know, you don't be thinking about it, but something someone says that God kind of just like drops something in your spirit that that you're like, wow, wow, I never really looked at it. We talk about it. We we've um, said something about it. We, mm -hmm. uh, but it just kind of, just kind of, this morning on the call, it kind of just. It ain't that it surprised me. It was just like, wow. I never really, um, you know, you, you have this situation, not a situation, but you have something that, that you're thinking mm -hmm. in your mind and a topic comes up that you're like, hmm. And certain words are said that makes you think like, Oh, wow, I never viewed it like that. You know, you view it a certain way. I'm just trying to see how I want to say it. You view it or you see it because it's part of your dialogue and conversation. But when somebody talks about something or shares something that God gives them to share, you don't think it's for you until it's for you. Mm -hmm. And this morning it was something said that in... That we have to be careful. Let's see, what was the? It was a statement that was made about about spirits that rule certain areas, mm -hmm. and they were talking about a, a, a spirit of of accidents. You know, they name it accidents because uh -huh. there was in this particular area there was a lot of accidents, car accidents that were taking place, and I began to think about some things and reflect over our life and the things that we do. And I hope you do the same thing as people and people of God, where as, as people of God, we are in this world and we know that God, that we know that the enemy who is the, the God, little, well, he's God, capital G, if you want to go capitalization, but he's little G, God, compared to big God in heaven who created all things. Mm -hmm. But the God of this world, Satan, how he strategizes and how he... Um, set certain spirits over certain regions gotcha. to conjure up certain things that take place in our society. 
And it's important for us as believers to be aware of, not aware, because most people won't be aware, but it's important for us believers to to weigh that in when we're dealing with certain challenges or situations that may arise in our lives. It's important for us to understand that yeah. and important for us to be able to um, be aware of it. I think that's the right the right word, to be yeah. aware of it. So I begin to look over things. You know how you and I, we talk about how, you know, these cycles of, you know, when, when you have a, let let's pause on that because I don't want. Why? You and I can talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's talk about a conversation you and I. I'm sorry, y'all. I just stopped because I didn't want to <laughs> to I didn't want to offend or I didn't want anybody to think that we were talking about them. So we'll we'll t- we'll pick that up. But I think right now here's something that I think is more just as important is a conversation you and I was having in the room the other day, mm-hmm. and you and I have these deep conversations. And I said deep, deep, like relational, really transparent conversations mm-hmm. that brings us um, <laughs> that we be like, wow, you know, we was in a room the other day on on Sunday and uh, we were talking about how important it is for for not just Christians, mm-hmm. but our sisters uh-huh. in the Lord, our sisters in our families. Our brothers in the Lord, brothers and family, just all believe all human beings to really find their value in to not compare themselves to the image that the world mm-hmm. presents to us as good gotcha. or as acceptable or this is the way it should be or this is the way. Um, you should look. We were talking about the the advertisements that we see, not just on social media, but flyers that people pass out mm-hmm. about gyms, you know, exercise plans and getting healthy. And this image that's always on these flyers is these thin young ladies that <laughs> don't look like they had a big day in their life. You know, an extra fat day or extra pound day in their life. Mm-hmm. But they present this image to make you think, ooh, I'm going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Or I can get like that because this advertisement is showing me, hey, for the next six six weeks, um, come and sign up for this and we're going to help you lose, you know, 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw that out there. Gotcha. And you're like, well, shoot, 50 pounds, I can look like that or 50 <laughs> pounds. You, you begin to set your mind yeah. to what that image is. Because they present this image as this is the acceptable image that you should be striving for if you join a gym or join a plan or mm-hmm. or this is the way your life should be if you and your husband are working mm-hmm. and you should have this particular objective, this house, big house, cars, money in the bank or whatever. But I think that when we begin to, and you and I were talking, you, you, you following the conversation okay. we were talking Yes, sir. I thank you, and I was sitting there. It is important for us that when we when we sit down and make the plans for our futures, especially as, as husband and wife, mm-hmm. but mostly single individuals because we're single before we're married. Yeah. It is important for us to get a healthy balance, a healthy view of our life and what we want it to become, mm-hmm. and not tie the world's image of what 
a life is supposed to become. That yeah. makes sense? Mm -hmm. To and relate our life to that and we attain that life. That makes sense? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And I hope that makes sense to to you um, brothers and sisters because you know we were talking about single sisters mm -hmm. you know searching for a love or a date or and we were talking about married people who you know who may not be faithful to their spouses because they're looking for something yeah. and they yeah. cannot commit to one because they're looking for something that one may not have yeah so they're looking, I'm married, but I'm in search of wow. what I'm looking for. And I think because of the culture of the world that we live in, and you know, it's sad to say, it's like the culture of the church is what I hate to say, the church. Yeah. Because I don't want to convict of, you know, judge the church as a whole for just some things, people, bad, bad decisions. But I think as people... Um, we have to really govern our, set a standard that we want mm -hmm. for our lives. And I told you the other day, a lot of people are searching for something because they really don't know what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. You know, have you ever, my single sisters or brothers um, or people who are in relationship do you know what you're looking for? First of all, do you know who you are to know what you're looking for or to know what you need to balance your life or to add to your life mm -hmm. as um, a man or a woman? Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. So that's that's the question. You know, I, I think back to when I was asking the Lord, Lord, what, you know, I want to be married again. Mm -hmm. And the Lord kind of just, um, but I I, I I didn't give him any guidelines to, you know, I want to be married and this is what I want. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I didn't tell him that this is the criteria. God bless you, Jerome and Devin, those of you who are watching with us this evening. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't give him any criteria because I really just wanted to let God just show me or lead me to what he felt was best for me. Mm -hmm. And I think this, the, the part, that's not, people say that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want God, I want to know what's best for me. I want God to give me what's best for me. But I don't know how many people really allow God to give them what God wants to give them without them having their two cents involved in it. That makes sense? Yeah. Or, or finding this and saying god this is what i want so here you go because mm. we were talking about <laughs> hosea in the book of hosea oh. um who um the bible says that he married a harlot mm -hmm. you know and if you read the text as is in king james you would think that god had told him to marry this harlot mm -hmm. but that's not when you do research yeah. that's not what you discover you discover that because he mm -hmm. wanted to marry her i saw that I was god that. allowed him to marry yeah. it may not have been god's will. desire or will for him mm -hmm. but because he wanted it god said okay i'll let you have it and then you have to deal with what you're going to deal with exactly it, it goes that way with not just in relate think of sister our single sisters, you know, our single brothers, you, you, you minister to a lot of single ladies and, and married mm -hmm. ladies. 
and you hear the conversations, mm -hmm. you hear the things that, that they conversate about. And, and I dare to say men, men don't have deep conversations like women do. <laughs> men, men, they gird up their courageous ego and they, this is the way it's going to be. And this is how I want to be. And I'm going to pursue anyone who I think is attractive mm -hmm. to me. Um, and attractive is, is, is most of the time based upon appearance yeah, and not true. necessarily the intellect or the true worth of a woman, which is her heart and her character, yeah. you know, that is value. Well, brother, who's to say that's the true worth of a woman? Well, I think any woman would rather you love her for her intellect and her character than her body and how it looks. Because what they always say, the body changes. And oh, time yes time changes things that make the body characteristics change that can be unattractive, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. However, if you love the person for who she is and who God created her to mm -hmm. be or him, mm -hmm. who he is or who God created him to be, then no matter how the package looks, you can, in, you can love the person for who they are. That's true. And I think that I want to use that word as a new word I've been throwing around a lot. Dichotomy of it all, uh -oh. the challenge of it all, all right. is people have what the world presents is what it is to what their mindset present what it is. And it's important as believers first because we're supposed <laughs> to govern our lives uh, according to the word of God, right? Yeah. So then we have to find out what should we place our value in um, when it comes to searching for a a mate, a spouse, husband, a wife, or dating, mm -hmm. you know, if there's such a thing, or is if there's such a thing as dating, and is dating good for a single person in today's culture? Because of all the temptation that comes along with that. Oh my. Well. Well. We we know that um, <laughs> that's that's a touchy subject because um, many people have their own beliefs about that, mm -hmm. right? That's true. What do you think about it? Well, you know, I mean, I, I think it's okay to date because right, you want to get to know who that person is. You don't want to just marry someone. You know, uh, and as a as the man, it says that he findeth a good thing mm -hmm. when he finds his wife. So, as they're dating, if and it may come where at the beginning of the relationship that is, it's you know, hey, I feel this going somewhere and stuff. So I still think it's so yeah, it's okay to date. Well, good, I, but I, not to date for a long period of time now, well. because now, like you said, it can get you in some trouble. Well, you, you, you got to set limits on your dating, mm -hmm. you know, um, and but what, I mean, how do you know? What is, what is your litmus test to decide if this person is worth um, investing the time in to developing a relationship? Well, to be honest, I would say, you know, it's like, Especially if you say uh, you decided you you're not having sex before marriage, mm -hmm. that uh, you and you tell the man, uh, I'm not having sex before marriage. So uh, if this is going anywhere, I want to let you know up front on some things. You know what I stand for, who I am, my character, 
Uh, I respect myself, and if you can't respect me, then let's not go any further. So it's got, you got to have some grounds. You have to have some standards for yourself. Sometimes they say some people's standards are too high, but why come they can't be? But who's a set? How do you measure too high, though? See, that's, that's kind of where I'm, we yeah. that's kind of where we were the other day. Yeah. How do you measure? Yeah. Stand a standard that is too high. Yeah. What What is your measuring stick? Yeah. As a young lady, when I mean, if a lady, if some, if if your friends tell you after dating for, you know, six months, twelve months, two, three years, are looking being single and you you're still single but want to be married, and they come to you as a young lady and tell you, you ain't found nobody because your standards are too high. What is too high, and what do they? Be? Yeah, Hearing yeah, that, what do you think as a young lady though? When when somebody come and tell you your standards are too high. I don't, I don't pay it no mind because the thing is is that you have to respect and honor yourself. It's like my daughter. I had a conversation with one of my daughters, and I was, you know, the question that she asked was, Mom, am I asking too much because I, uh, I feel like I deserve better or great, you know? And I said, no. I said, because the thing is is that if you don't feel and see that you deserve better, no one else is going to think that, uh, think that you feel or that you deserve better. So when I said, you got to remember who you are. God made you in the image and likeness of him. You are created for a purpose and that you are, um, you deserve, you deserve to have, yeah, great. You deserve to have better. And so she, we just talked about that. And she was like, I was just wondering because, you know, some people like, you know, um, uh, maybe I'm asking too much and all that. No. I don't think it is. I don't think as a woman that you're asking for too much, even as a man. If he's asking, you know, because there's a man can say that I don't want sex before marriage. I, I want to I wanna hold a standard that I want to, you know, be with my wife on our wedding day, things like that. Men are, you know, the same way. So it's not just a one-sided thing. I, I just truly believe that um, whatever your standards are, they're your standards. And can't don't let anyone or anybody change what you desire for yourself, you have to live with you. What? You want to be that person just sleeping around and stuff like that? Or just have... No. You hold a standard for yourself. I think so. Well, the standard is important. And, and, and you know, when we just talk about sleeping around, but what... I mean, we, we were saying that what what is the litmus? What is... Who's to say that... It's, it's, yeah. Your standards are too high or not. They're your standard. I think we get trapped into trapped, deceived. That's mm -hmm. probably a better word. Deceived in thinking that um, that deceived in thinking that it is it's mm -hmm. that if I don't find anybody that fits this, these things, they have mm -hmm. to be this, they have to be this, they have to be this, then my standards are high because I can't find no one to fit in that. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. But just because we haven't found anyone doesn't mean that there is no one who exists yeah. that cannot fit into our standard. True. Now, the, the thing is we can't have standards based on everything. Because oh, yeah. sometimes we think we need this, these standards to complete us, but we really don't really do, what if we, what if our 
standards are based on experiences that brought us to a point in life or took us through mm -hmm. some things that we set these standards and the standards are just lies based upon pain yeah and things to stay away from gotcha because the because we care about our heart and we don't want our heart to be broken mm -hmm. so we make a standard against the type of person that broke our heart you follow me mm -hmm. we say this and i won't deal with these kind of people because those kind of people are apt to break my heart like johnson did mm -hmm. so if they re if they resembles this person then you have no part in that that and granted we have to be cautious mm -hmm. about our life and who we allow in our lives yeah. but we should never base a standard of something based upon a bad experience yeah. because the experience may have happened because of a choice that we made not necessarily you follow okay. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, yeah, so the other day we was laying there and we were talking about, you know, who says that this certain thing is too, you know, the, the standard is, is the standard. Your standard is too high. Who makes the decision? We were talking about this these 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 images. Who say... Who says that is the way all people are supposed to be? Maybe it's people that don't have a standard for themselves and just settle for anything. And that's maybe that's the issue. So so should our standards be fluid? You know, if if this it ain't working, we change it. If this don't work, we change it. I mean, if I say I want to marry an honest woman, do I if I can't find none, do I say I want to marry some woman who's going to lie to me sometimes? Uh, I hope not. I'm changing my standard. Uh -huh. Can I not expect to find someone who has that same value? Mm -hmm. Can I not expect that and seek that? Mm -hmm. If I am in God's kingdom and God is my father and he tells me to talk to him about everything, mm -hmm. I cannot ask God. Or can I ask God to give me a a wife who will be honest? Mm. And will I have the courage or strength to wait for it? Mm. That's the key thing. Because what happens is that people get involved in situations and they want God or they ask God to help, but they... They don't wait for the help to come okay. or the help to send the answer to what they're looking for, right? Mm -hmm. That's the challenge. So what do we do? What do what does a person do? I mean, when it comes to deciding their value, because people value their own self based upon what they see. They devalue their own self based upon what they see. Mm -hmm. People value their own self based upon what people say. Mm -hmm. Or they devalue their own selves. Based upon pe what people say, right? Mm -hmm. People um, are as uh, uh, people believe. Ooh, I don't. I, I gotta wait to say that one because I don't. I want to make sure I, I word it right. I, I think the world presents us things 
that as Christians or as believers, we have to be careful mm -hmm. that we don't base our decisions and choices and desires mm -hmm. based upon what the world presents to us mm -hmm. as if that's the only thing that this world has to offer. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, it is the only thing the world has to offer, True. but it's not the only thing that it's not everything. It's, it, it, it doesn't encompass what God has to... Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't encompass what God has for us. The world says you should have. Um, and what you say you should have. Yeah. What the world presents us. Yeah. That makes right. sense? Yes. That doesn't contain everything. So as mm -hmm. believers who, who are married, or singles who are single... In asking God or in talking to God or just making a decision, mm -hmm. if you don't know God, you just want to just be married or single, mm -hmm. your decision, your prayer should be what you choose, right? Yes. What you want. Of course, if you're a believer, you're going to ask God for it. Mm -hmm. But if you're not a believer, you're going to what? You're going to sit and you're going to base it upon whatever it is out there. This is what I want. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Bless you, Coco. So as a single person, it is important. <laughs> Man, that's tough. Because we, we, we utilize this scripture in Psalms 139. Mm -hmm. You know, I will bless thee, Lord. I will praise thee. You know, I will praise thee, O Lord. 139 and 14. 14. I will praise thee, O Lord, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You cannot expect to be appreciated or valued if you don't have the healthy value yourself. Yeah. If you don't understand. Yes. They are. If you don't understand that how valued you are to the Lord. That's it. That's that it. makes sense? Mm -hmm. And the world can't understand the value. So the world gives us, not us, but presents value. Mm -hmm. And people sign on to what the world says. And they govern their lives and their searching based upon mm -hmm. that. Or their belief systems about their personal value. Based upon that, right? Yes. So, but when we figure out and know and look at how God says we are fearfully, reverently, uh, fearfully, wonderfully made, God, it, it signifies that God took time because there is no way that, see, that God hap, haphazardly created people. Oh, no. That he just threw everybody in a bucket and said, okay, mm -hmm. boom, here you go. Mm -hmm. he, he, he takes the time. I, he, he took time to create us. That's it. Because when you think about when he created Eve, yes. he just didn't pop over. He, he didn't pull a toe out and say, here you go, Eve, be a toe. <laughs> you, you came from Adam's toe. Yeah. No, no, no. He took, you, he took her out and, and made her from the rib of the man. And he presented her to Adam. Yeah, yeah. He gave her to Adam, mm -hmm. and he Adam took her as his wife. Mm -hmm. 
he understood, Adam understood that in the presentation of what God gave him, that everything that he was lacking was supplied in this gift from mm -hmm. God. Why? Because Adam didn't realize that he was lacking until he started naming the animals. Mm -hmm. Whatever day it was that man was created, uh -huh. up until that part, he, he had no idea until he started naming the animals. Yes, you are. That's right, Coco. <laughs> so true. But he trusted God to meet the need. Because then God said, it is not good that man should be alone. It didn't say that. He just said it's not good. He didn't say that it shouldn't be. Yes. He said it's not good. Meaning there are some elements that would will bring about a man being alone. So it's not good. But he said it's not good for man to be alone. I'm yes. going to give him a suitable help, a help meet, adequately, ex <laughs> adequately sufficient yeah. to complement his life. Yeah. Yeah. And as believers in our searching for companionship, yeah. in our searching for um, 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 companionship, we have to look at it like that. That means we have to trust God to give us exactly what we need because He's only going to give us mm -hmm. what we need to complement our life. Yes. And we have to make sure that we possess and know who we are ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because I think I asked you the other day, baby, who are you? Yeah. You know? And because I was asked that question, who am I? And I, I remember defining who I am by what I did. Wow. I am a dad. Mm -hmm. I am raising sons. I am a good employee. Yeah. I am uh, uh, I'm. I'm a preacher of the gospel. So I begin to define this who Willie is. Those are the things that I do. But when you ask yourself, who am I and what do you enjoy doing for yourself? Mm -hmm. And you sit there and you take away all the stuff that you do and begin to answer those questions. Mm -hmm. What's left of who you are? And how many people can answer that question rightfully mm -hmm. to know what they need? Yeah. Well. I mean, think about it. to know what they need. What do you need? What do you? What do you? Here's the one. What do you want in a spouse? What you looking for? What are you looking for? You. You single, you you single woman, single man. What are you, what looking, are you looking for, for? In, a, in a spouse? Uh -huh. What are you looking for in a boyfriend if you ain't ready to have a spouse? What are you looking for in a boyfriend? And what are you hoping to gain out of a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship? Those are good questions. No, they really are. Yeah. That's true. 
I mean, what is it? Are you looking for the the cookie? You can go buy a pack of Oreos, uh -oh. Chip Ahoy's, them butter cookies that everybody can't have enough of. Instead of spoiling a sister, you understand what I'm saying? See, mm -hmm. I, what I don't understand about what what is challenging about men who are out there looking is they have this lax view of of character, and I think that's the word I'm looking for. And let me let me explain what I'm saying. It's okay. For a man to have multiple ladies as he's dating, mm -hmm. and it's like a hey, dude, you got it going on. Mm -hmm. But when a lady have multiple, multiple guys she's dating, it's viewed as if oh, she a uh, you know she loose. Mm -hmm. uh, the other word I don't want to say it, but you know what it is. She 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 gets this derogatory name um, that a brother would call her because she have multiple boyfriends mm -hmm. what makes that like that what is the cultural thing mm -hmm. and if that's the case it shouldn't be so easy mm -hmm. it shouldn't be so easy for a young man to go and spoil or spoil a, a sister or a young lady mm -hmm. and move on shoot to spoil a young lady, and then when you ask him who he's looking for, he said, I'm looking for a sister who's saved, and she ain't been touched by nobody, and she been she wholesome, and she, <laughs> you know, I don't have to worry about her being, you know, being yeah. sleeping with a whole bunch of guys. So she got to be pure and holy and clean, right? Uh -huh. But you out there, mm. spoiling the packages, well. and then you looking for one that's unspoiled. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. You a contributor of spoiling one, yet you don't want the ones that are spoiled. Wow. When do you as a man make a decision that if I'm expecting to find a wholesome young lady, mm -hmm. why would I not treat women more wholesome? Yeah. So that the other brother or yourself yes. can find somebody that's just as wholesome. Yeah. If you expect it, don't you know that a woman or a young lady wants to be wholesome when she finds somebody? She don't want her heart being shattered by three different dudes. She don't want her heart, her body to be um, poisoned by some loose young man. So when she finds Mr. Right, she can't give herself to him because Joe Blow spoiled her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can't with you, Coco. <laughs> I can't with you, Coco. Okay. So, say, why would I take somebody who wants me to be a full bag of chips, but everybody done had your scoops with a side of salsa? It should, it, it should be both ways. It mm -hmm. should be a young man. If, if saved or not saved. See, but you know what? I, I really do think that it's not. It's 
not, I can't, uh, how you put it? Excuse it's me. not, eh, I'm trying to word this right. Because the thing is, it, 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 it starts from home and how we train up our children and how we are taught. And so you have to look at it that a lot of us as adults today, a lot of us, some of us were not married in a two parent home. Some of us not were not married in a one parent home. Some of us were not married. I mean, uh, was not raised in a, um, uh, you know, the big house, the little house or whatever, whatever. Uh, some of us was uh, emotional and physically abused, uh, one or the other, or we was taught or what we saw the example before us, that's what we became. So sometimes young men see their dads with different women and they how they treat them or even how they treat their mom. So I really truly believe that it starts from the foundation of home. Cause that's one thing I can honestly say, teaching my children to respect who they are and whoever they're with to you demand that they respect who you are because you know who you are you are you are made in the image and likeness of god and you are a royal priesthood i used to tell my kids my girls you're beautiful so that when a guy step up to you and say hey you cute you fine you say i know that because my mama tells me that all the time so it's those type of things i think you have to teach them but yet as that's why i was trying to uh, be careful and talking you know how to word it because there's kids and people that have grown people that have been taught that but yet they go veer down the wrong road that causes them to be in a position where they low self-esteem insecurity because he would it was something you said earlier that when god created us in the image and likeness of him and when he created us he said that it was good that means he put everything inside of us to form and create and shape us, our purpose. So where did depression, where did low self-esteem, where did insecurity, where did uh, 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 I'm fat or uh, I don't I don't look like her, I don't look like him, oh, his house, uh, their house is bigger than mine, or this, they have nicer things than me and all this. Where did all this come from that causes us to forget and lose who we are? The, the culture is, is what the culture dictates to us. I, I mean, and we as Christians, not we, because not me, and believe, Christians as well as the world buy into it. Mm -hmm. They won't admit it. You know, a lot of it. I know. I just, so, I just, you, you know, yeah, yeah. Papa was a rolling stone, yeah. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. <laughs> and about and then the stars, and when he died, all that was left. Ah. <laughs> you may well. have Papa who was a rolling stone. But as a young man, whether you are saved or not saved, let's just... Let's just put the save. We, yeah, it's it's a Christian cold. broadcast, but let's just take the save and or not save out of it. You are a He's young man. Kids. You are a young man. My mm -hmm. problem is that as a young man, who told you you can find a save? Who who? They used to say a long time ago, man. When I when I finally stopped running the, the running women, I went to the church to find me. A yeah. saved, sanctified. It's hard to find a saved, sanctified sister in the church. Why? Because people in the church are spoiling your sister in the church. So then, these, sooner or later, a, a, a brother won't be able to say, I got to go to the church to find a saved, sanctified woman. Mm -hmm. 
I don't care who church it is. Yeah. Because there are wolves in churches she that is. are out looking for panties like any other person looking for panties. So they true. don't care. They just want a taste of the Oreo. Mm -hmm. The chocolate chip sugar cookie. That's all they want. They don't care. But they go looking. And I'm tired of my sisters <laughs> being hurt. And I'm tired of my brothers doing the hurting. And listen to yeah. And I'm tired of my brothers being hurt. That's true. Because yeah. sisters dog out men too. Mm -hmm. And men develop barriers too. Listen. To where they won't allow a certain woman in their life. It's the same way. You have to be, listen. I had a young man to tell me. I had a young man to tell me. And he's grown, married. And I, I had a young man to tell me that, he said, Miss Trina, I was in relationships. He said, and I was the one that was getting abused. And I look at him and I'm like, what? And here he is. He's this, you know, <laughs> standard guy. And, <laughs> and he was being abused by a woman, meaning physically and emotionally. And so that's what, what you said, that it's not just that the, the, that the woman needs to be treated with character and with respect. The man as well. He needs to be treated with, uh, with character and respect as well because it's a lot going on that as, as men, men are being abused physically and emotionally by women as well. So, but... Exactly, yeah. and 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 whether it's in the church or out of church, the, you know, it's, I'm just so I, I I have this thing. I'm saved, so I can I relate a lot, not more, but I relate on both sides. Yeah, because I wasn't saved all my life. Ooh, I'm just my. saying that when if you are raised as a young man in a family to value a young lady, mm -hmm. then you're apt to value a young lady, uh, and vice versa. If you were raised as a young girl. To value your a young man, then one day you would pray that when you marry, that you would value that young man based upon the pattern that was fine. But what if there is no pattern to follow? That's what, I'm saying. what if your your pattern was flawed from the beginning, and the habitual uh, habit of mistreatment just go from you you know you generation to generation to generation. What 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 do you do? What you yeah, you you have exactly. to sit. You have you have to you you have to find something in yourself. You have to value yourself you differently to change that. You you got to know that the the environment that have been passed on that seemed unhealthy admit that it's unhealthy because look at the fruit that is taking place. Look at the evidence that is going on. Look at what's there. Look at. What you see, look yeah. at the pain, look at the hurt, look at the the the, the fussing and the, the battering and look at what you seeing with your natural eyes yeah. and something inside of you know that is wrong, but because you feel like it's here, that is the way it's supposed to be. But what if you're wrong? What if what if what you see yeah. is a deception to get you to embrace it, to carry it on to your kids? What if what what they see is is giving them the perception that this is the norm? When when does the pattern break? When, when does the cycle break to where a young man can see that if mom and and, and dad is fussing yeah. that I when I grow older I'm gonna develop better communication skills to where it won't affect 
me and my wife. Because I, I was grown, I was raised in a situation to where I, uh, it was a single family home. But, but in my family, in my family was people just drank a lot. Yeah. And had a few relatives who died from drinking. Yeah. But I, when I became of age as, as a young man, I, I had this mindset in my mind mm -hmm. that I'm going to raise my kids without having that type of exposure. Gotcha. Because I don't want them to be think that this is okay or this lifestyle is okay and acceptable mm -hmm. as for a young man. Yeah, I so I created, I wanted to create an environment that was as wholesome and healthy as I could possibly create based upon what the scripture says. That's right, Coco. It comes right. a point in your time where you say enough yeah, is enough. That's true. Amen. Because the dear sister was saying, you know, th there was a time I had to break the cycle. Mm -hmm. You have to, see, that's the thing. You, you have, have to, to break the cycle. You, have, you to. have to stop the Rolling Stone attitude. Mm -hmm. God, and, and, and we're talking single. What, what about my, God yes, bless man. you with a wife who is a bag of chips. And you want corn chips. Well. Because you tired of the flavor of chips. He give you Lay's, but you want Fritos. Look, I saw so you living life with a bag of Lay's and Fritos. He bless you with a, a pack of Oreo cookies, but you want chip or hard. I want the cake and eat it too. So which one am I? The cake or the eat it too? Oh my. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. No uh, who are you? No way. Mm -mm. Who are you to pick and choose or to make a decision to pick someone to uh, to misuse them and spoil them and wound them yeah. and break them? Who are you, young man, yeah. that you would want to poison three or four other girls mm -hmm. and then go find some unpoisoned <laughs> one? See, who are you, sister, that you think that you have a right to go and spoil another man or mess him up in his mind to where he be crazy for somebody else. Look, I'm going to take, I'm going to let you who, finish. Who, who, who are you? Who, what gives us the right to take a person who is a person and mess over them? <laughs> Coco, you're the wrong. <laughs> About married, we talk. We all we talking about married folk, single, single folk. Cause I'm tired of my single sisters. Come, they, they, Trina and I talk to a whole lot of people. Yes, we do. And we love people. We we love people. We, we love people. We really do. I don't like seeing my sisters hurting. Yeah. Because they thought they was gonna marry this guy, and they come find out he's a wolf. Yeah. At the yeah. last minute. Yep. And they distraught. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of I'm tired of brothers who 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 fall in love with these young ladies, and these young ladies are out there gold diggers. They just want them for what they can give. They want somebody to pay their bills and yeah. and pay my car notes and move in with me, and and they they want that or they want companionship. Mm -hmm. There ain't no. Nothing a guy can give you, girl, single sister, yeah, single unsafe. I hate to keep making that distinction. Maybe I need to say single woman, 
a woman or man, let me just say woman or man, because mm -hmm. that falls married or single. Yeah. There ain't no man, no man, if you're a woman, and no woman if you're a man, out in the streets that can satisfy every area of your life. Mm -hmm. That you would give up who you are to give them what they want. Yeah. Why am I so intense with this? Because I see it so much. Well, that's the thing is because we have people that talk to us and they'd say, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of being single, but yet I want to be married. But then the guys out here playing games or running game on me. And then you got one, one other young lady saying, you know, I once was married before. And, uh, you know, my, my husband, you know, let's say, well, she said my husband, you know, passed away. And so because of what I had in him, the gentleman that he was, the caregiver, the, the you know, caress me and love me, that now that he's gone, she said, I'm not going to lower my standards just for anything because I have experienced, I have experienced you know, a man loving me, me being his, the apple of his eye, me being that woman that he loved and adored. So now when I'm, I think I want to date, I go out there and then I find out the guy, he's married, but I'm thinking he's single because he's living the single life, but yet he's married. So it's all type of stories that we hear. So that's why we're talking about it because, and then it's not just the singles, it's in marriages too, that marriages... The husband or the wife has somebody on the side and then they have, you know, and it's like oh, not just one, maybe a couple. And you just like, just let them go. Just let them go. If this is what you want to do, stop playing games and playing with people's heart because God forbid your day come. Well, there's a many people in the grave who broke somebody's heart. Yeah. There's a many people dead. Yeah. Who broke somebody's heart that when their heart got broke, they took your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's to say? Who Who's to say? Yeah. That the one you choose to mess up won't take you out mm -hmm. if you break their heart. That's why you shouldn't. That's. I think. I, I like what this is to say. You you invest. I'm creating and putting a paintbrush on him for eight months, and I said it's enough. He was starting to damage me for my future while I was building him for his next one. Uh, I'm investing time in him, and he's destroying my life mm. while I'm investing time. Wow. So when I let him go, somebody get the gold, and I'm just yeah. over here nursing my wounds. Yeah. Boy, that's a whole story right there for nothing. Woo-wee. Boy, Coco, we need to talk about that one. That's a good one. But that's true. Why I'm here? You, you know why I'm here today. That com that conversation you and I talked about Sunday was so was, was so deep mm -hmm. and transparent that it literally, and we were just talking about us, yeah, and how I'm who I am, and I know who I am. Mm -hmm. That's what makes me know how to love you. Yeah. and I I did what First Peter three says: live with her. Dwell with her according to knowledge as the weaker vessel so that my prayers will not be hindered. But okay. look at the first part. Dwell. Dwell with him. Yes. Yes. See. According to knowledge. I learn. I learn what makes her, if she's a bag of Oreo cookies, 
I keep her at room temperature ah. because it it the 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 inside stuff don't melt away if I keep her at the right. See, I've learned. Yes. I've, 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 I've studied her. I've, I've passed exam. We used to do that when we were dating. Um, did you take your test today? Yeah. And what test? The test on me today. Yes. And I would ask you questions. Yes. And you would answer those questions. And I say, well, you passed today. Oh, uh, you that. failed that today. You need to go back and study a little bit more. It was amazing how we, it's almost That's like, but see, when you, when you find that one or when you're dating, yeah. you ought to give them quizzes. Yeah. To find out where they real hard. Are you really paying attention to me? Yes. My verbal and my nonverbal. Oh, yeah. A man who understands his wife, the Bible says, understands that his prayers won't be hindered. Yeah. Because he's dealing with her according to his understanding about her. Mm -hmm. He won't abuse her. He won't talk down to her. Mm -hmm. He won't talk bad to her. And if you are a single young man who wants to be married, who is dating, you have to have that science. You are dating to gain an understanding about a person so that once you get that understanding, you're making the decision, is she the one? Yeah. Because you, you can't learn. If she the one eating the cookie, well, you will fall in love with the cookie and don't know the person who the cookie belongs to. Mama. Well. And how many know cookies don't last always? No. Because once the bag is empty, what? You got to throw it away. Yeah. Mm. Just say a bag, half a bag. Okay, half a bag. Let me get the said. crumbs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Coco, you're amazing. That's right, That's right. They about 30, 30 carbs per one. Oh, my, my. <laughs> no, you don't need it. And they get stale. Why am I here? I'm here because, Trina, I am tired. Mm hmm. I want to see, I want, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Coco, you got us laughing tonight. Listen, okay. Listen, this, this Sunday kind of impacted me. No, nah, not kind of, because I'm talking about it. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk more about this, because I, I was developing some flyers for a new series, but it's going to be more than a new series. It's going to be a new segment that we're going to be doing mm -hmm. beyond what we do on Tuesday nights. Mm -hmm. And this is like a taste yes. of what we're going to be talking about in those segments. Yes. And it's going to be called Conversations with the Smiths. That's right. Conversations with the Smiths. And I'm believing God to be able to launch that in the month of March, which is just a month, two months. And do us a podcast Yeah, so we... You and know, you don't know. You might be a guest on the show. You may be a guest on the show. So exactly because yes. we want to be able to have more, more than our voices to be a part of those conversations. Because I think yes. it, it adds value, to, uh, more value to what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, we love everybody. I, I, I'm hard on guys because I'm a guy, and I, I, I can say that. Mm -hmm. But I think we, we guys do ourselves a disservice. Because I'm ready. Okay, Trico. We we guys do ourselves. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, we guys do ourselves a disservice when because we don't realize that in our 
the way we treat mm -hmm. a young lady or uh, I'm gonna say a young yes. man, Lord Jesus. Um, the way we treat people, yeah. it really shows our character. Mm -hmm. And if we don't want our character to be stained, we really have to. Well, as single men and married men, we really have to make sure that we um, deal with things the way that we should. What's right? Yeah. You no, know, what's right? Whether you're single, if you are saved, brother, everything that you do should line up with the Word of God. That's everything. Mm -hmm. That way you won't misuse your wife or you won't misuse the young lady that you're dating. Amen. That makes sense? Amen. You won't spoil her goods because you are, you are doing those things. That And you know something? In the culture that we in as believers, um, we have to make sure even the more that we don't accept yeah. What the world says that this goes on and, you know, believers shouldn't be shacking up because yeah. that's not that you open yours. You, you know, you, you, you cross the line where the Bible tell you abstain from the very, uh, the appearance yes. of evil. Mm -hmm. So what is the, what is evil about shacking up? Because the appearance of it is that mm -hmm. if you're living with someone, yeah. you might be in there fornicating. Yes. That's the appearance of it. Yeah. Well, brother, we have separate rooms. People sleepwalk. And you can be living in separate rooms, but because people, of what people people sleepwalk, see. people people do everything. We, yeah. I mean, come on now. So I'm saying that if you're a safe person, you shouldn't put yourself in situations that's going to lead you, or tempt you, or pull you, mm -hmm. or draw you in to the things that are contrary to the word of God. That way you won't be a gold digger if you're a young lady trying mm -hmm. to misuse men. That way you won't be an abuser. That way you won't be a drunkard husband, a mm -hmm. boyfriend. That way you won't cuss your girlfriend out. That way you won't won't be eating, God give you chip of hoys and you go eat uh, uh, Oreos or butter okay. cookies. I, I you, know, we, well, we, you know, they talk about cookies all the time. But you know what? I'm, as I'm listening to you talk, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually picking back and on some stuff that you were saying. You know, and you know, I've been talking about the scripture that. Um, yes. God bless you, Andrea and Medisa. Yes. Hi. I'm going back to that scripture where it talks about you know, because um, that scripture has it has done something for me for these past three going into the fourth week. Ephesians 2 and 6. Y'all need to read that. Read that and study that because uh, read Ephesians, first just read all of Ephesians 2. But when it goes to the 6th chapter and it talks about that um, God has, he has raised us up. And he has seated us in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And I'm talking about that is because, because we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. That that means that we, you can't lower your standards. You don't, you can't lower your standards for who you are because you're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So that means that whatever they say that your standards are too high. So what? Because Christ said, I'm seated with him. So that means that when I look to the right, I see that I am seated with Christ Jesus. That means that stop going down into low places. Stop bringing your your mind. Stop bringing your your body. Stop bringing your 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 uh your spirit man down into low places because God said I have raised you up in in heavenly places. That means in heavenly places you're going high. So you got to stop lowering yourself into low places that 
in relationship wise as well that you got to know who you are in Christ Jesus if he said that I've raised you up why do you keep coming down why do you keep putting yourself in low places getting being with low low self-esteem guys that because they are low self-esteem they'll beat you to death and tell you that you got low self-esteem or that you're not pretty or that you're not fearfully and wonderfully made or that you're not created in the image of god they will tell and not only that even the other way women will beat men and tell them that they're not this yes you are because god said he has raised us up and we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. If you grasp that, you will stop going into low places and you will stop allowing people to put you in low places, low positions. You will realize because he said, I have raised you up, that I am seated in heavenly places with my father, God. And it was something you said last week when you said that when God looks over at Jesus. Don't start that. You said when God looks over at Jesus, he sees the lamb that was slain for us. Do you realize the lamb that was slain for us that one day we're going to stand before him and we're going to see him face to face. My goodness, the lamb that was slain for you, for us, for each and every one of us. So it's no, you have no time, you have no busyness, you have no pettiness time to be in low places. Because God said, I've seated you in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So that when you're seated up there with him, when you look into the right, that we're seeing the same lamb that was slain for us. So stop allowing people to put you in those... I'm telling y'all, I've had to, God, every time I find myself wanting to go in a low place, or I feel like, okay, why is she not my friend no more? Why is she not talking to me? Oh, what did I do? Did I offend this person? Did I hurt this person? Or whatever. Literally, let me tell you, God, he answers me quickly. He comes back and he reminds me that I am seated. In heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And every time he reminds me of that, I can't even allow myself to even go there. Because he brings me back into reality like a pump in the head reality. Why are you worried about stuff? Why are you worried about who likes you and who don't? I love you because I created you in my image. So remember, you are created in his image. Don't settle for less. Don't settle. You keep a standard. And you hold on to God's word and knowing that even if they tell you your standards is too high, say, so what? Because I'm seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So you got to know who you are and you got to walk in that. And you got to believe that in these last days, the enemy is trying everything to get us off track. He's using family. He's using friends. He's using your co-workers. He's using your neighbors. He's using your kids. He even uses your spouse or your boyfriend or whoever. But listen, in these last days, keep your mind focused and gird up your Gird up everything within you. Get in your word. Know that in him I live and move and have my being. And I'm no longer going back into low places. Because Christ Jesus has sent me 
he has raised me up and I am seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So I will no longer allow my mind to think that I'm not in a high place. I will no longer allow my mind to wander into places that don't mean nothing. That all it does is just lure me over into the negative. No, stop it. Christ has seated you in heavenly places. Oh my gosh, if y'all could grasp that. Because I've been there for four weeks and God would not allow me to move. Ephesians 2 and 6. Read that. Meditate on it. Get that in your spirit. I mean, get it in you that when you get in a dark place and when you get in a discouraged place, when you get in a depression place, when you get in a place where your money looks funny, when you get in a place where your friends walk out, when you get in a place where your husband and you are not even acting right, or you get in a place where you don't know if do I have a relationship with your God? I don't even know because sometimes I can't even hear your voice in the midst of the pain that I'm dealing with where he's going to remind you you're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's good stuff. You're seated with Christ Jesus. So I can't, I can't even allow myself to go in low places no more. 2019, I am moving forward <coughs> with or without people, with or without the things. Because God said if we, if we delight ourselves in him, he'll give us the desires of, it, of our heart. So maybe my desire is God bring new peoples in my people in my life that love me. And that I might mess up, but yet you still love me. So Father God, even if I lose my job, that yet in the midst of that you said... I'll give you the desires of your heart so I have a new job for you. Even if your ministry looks like it's going to fall apart, God said, I have another ministry that I have sent for you. So listen, desire yourself in God. Delight yourself in Him. Everything else is going to fall in place. Because you, guess what? Because you're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Well, the important part is, as a single young man or woman Ooh, is to delight yourself in the Lord. Yeah. And as a Christian, you know, we <laughs> talked about it. Thank you for preaching that text. I wasn't man. preaching it. I'm just, I, that's, you know that's been my passion. Oh, that's been my passion. I, I think as young, as, as people, single, mm -hmm. married, that we have to make sure that we always dislike ourselves. Yeah. But the, the challenge is always is that, you know, that's the standard for believers. Mm -hmm. You know, what about the unbeliever? Yeah. I think the unbeliever has the greater challenge is how do they govern their lives, their relationships yes. with outside of God. Yes, what, what 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 happens in a life that makes them feel like something hasn't changed? And a lot of people who don't know the Lord ask that question. Something's gotta change. Something's yeah. gotta give. But what they fail to understand is that the very thing that they're shunning yes. Yes. is what they need. And that's that relationship with the Lord Jesus because they've seen so many fake ones. Yes. They've seen so many lying ones. They've seen so many cheating ones. Yeah. They've seen, you know, pastors and preachers sleeping with folk and yeah. abusing kids. I mean, the, the, the latest scandal in the Southern Baptist Church, abusing kids. So when wow. you start seeing all the, you know, the Catholic Church been dealing with that for years. Yeah. When you start seeing all these things take place yeah. as a non-believer, mm -hmm. you, you, you lose faith. And with this Christ, mm -hmm. this Christ is supposed to represent. Yes. You lose faith. But see, we we as non-believers, not we as, but unbelievers have to look beyond the humanness 
of people. And they have to understand that just because a person may be a minister or a lot of people ain't been called to preach. Well. They ain't been called. They ain't got their, they ain't been anointed well, by God. They hadn't been chosen to be, but they've gone to school. They've wow. done like everybody, how we send our kids to school, get an education. <laughs> they got the education. Yes. They became, they got their seminary degree. They ain't mm -hmm. got no call yet, but they sit in pulpits and they, they, they do stuff like that. Yeah. And there are some who've been called. It has weaknesses in their flesh yes. that harm people. We yes. talked about that earlier. How yes. wolves out there are spoiling people, yes. hurting people, whether it's women or men, mm -hmm. um, out there wounding people. Listen, some of you need to go go return that package back to where you got it from. See. If you find out that the dude that you met in the club and you dating him, bring him back to the club Listen, and say you want a refund. Tell the club, though. I want a Wait. refund of all the time I wasted well, with this joker. My, my. And he's done delayed my future. Wow. By six months. My, my, my. Mm. You know, get a refund. Mm -hmm. Take him back where you got him from. Take him, <laughs> if you was introduced to him by your friend, yes. take him back to the friend that introduced you <laughs> and tell them, I want a refund. You yeah. lied to me and told me he would be a good do a good young man. Yeah, yes, yes. Get a refund. Mm -hmm. Tell him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a refund. Tell her. <laughs> she introduced you to her her sister friend. Sister. <clears throat> Knowing her sister friend got stuff in the closet. Well. And she want oh she'll be a good fit for you. Take her back <laughs> to your friend and tell them you want a refund. Yes. Well, praise him. You don't have it. When you buy a bag of cookies at the store and they stale, what you do? Return them. Return them or throw them in the trash. Oh, or you give them to the kids and let the kids eat it. No. No, no, I'm saying we'll we'll go return a a a, a clothes that 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 too baggy that don't match your pair of shoes. You'll go return that, but you won't return a joker. Ah, my mama. Who cuss you out and he your boyfriend. Oh, bless his name. Mm -hmm. Who down talk you, mm -hmm. who make you feel every day that you are not worth the day that you set foot mm -hmm. in. And you'll still let him come in your house, drive your car, drop you off to work, well, and you work all day while he at the home with his boys playing Xbox 360, mm -hmm. Fortnite, while you at work late picking you up. Well, you 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 get where I'm going? I got you. I got you. It don't make no sense. Mm -hmm. Your house. Your Don't house. pay no bills no, what's and ask on? you what's for dinner when you get home. Oh my! And tell you you want the I want the house clean every day, well, and you sitting there. See, you don't need that type of stuff in your life. If you shacking up with some dude that ain't at, ain't doing nothing with his life, see, it's time to pack his boxes and put them out on the curb. I know Michelle. I know you single sister. Praise him. You can do bad all by yourself. I understand that. 
You don't need help to do bad. You don't need help to, to get no low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. You can tell your own self you too big and feel bad about it. Listen. You don't need no dude to tell you you too big and feel bad. Are you ugly? You can look in the mirror and say, you ain't going to be no good if you don't change. Yeah. You don't need no dude to tell you that. That's so true. If he can't empower you, if he can't build you up, if he can't encourage you, if he can't speak life into you, it's time. It's time. If you single, to pack his bags. And if you married, it's time to get some help. That's it, yeah. It's time to call out for some help yes. get into counseling get into some therapy get into some kind of way to where you can say this joker is not doing right by me and my kids yeah he don't want to go to work he don't want to get no help he don't want to help me out he just demands this that if that if you it's time to draw the line see you you got to say enough is enough even if you're married or you're single you got to get help where help where you can get some help to change your situation. <laughs> that's true. Yes, Lord, that's right. Single sisters, married sisters, married brothers, single brothers. Musa, put your PJs. Put your Listen. PJs well, this topic got me stirred up tonight. It's time. Hey, we Trina and I love y'all and appreciate you. We 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 gonna be talking more about this. We've been we've been talking about singles, yes. married, young men, young women treating each other better, not treating each other good, closing the door to them. Stop eating cookies that ain't yours. Um, don't be giving away the cookies. Um, marry them and put your cookies on the shelf until you say I yes. do. Um, you can just I I I am an Oreo and you can't touch it until you marry me. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, so what you got the milk? I don't care. So what you got? That's right. So what you got an ice cold glass of milk? You better drink it so you don't your throat don't get dry because mm -hmm. you're not getting no cookie until my till we are married. You got that? Amen. And vice versa. Young ladies the same way. Amen. I ain't giving you no cookie until you make a decision to marry me. There you Praise go. Him. Look. Hey, Trina and I appreciate you. We're gonna let you go. We've been on here. Listen, next week, Tuesday, next Tuesday, 7 o'clock, we'll be back here with live, the Encounter Broadcast. We appreciate all of you for tuning in tonight. Um, hey, uh, keep us in your prayers.